Dancing need to temptic, Chelsea Valnit Sigasonic woman to Sakai Nitotsin, Magamantralic Nuigan Anuts. Welcome to Commence a Podcast Invasion World Building. Today we're going to talk about joy. We're going to talk about the aforementioned world building. And we're going to talk about building listeners. Lots of building going on. Maybe some building metaphors. Maybe no building metaphors. Maybe that's the only time we're going to mention buildings at all. All right, so I wanted to start off with joy. Uh, We discussed it a little bit before, but I think it needs to be said again that when you're podcasting, hopefully you should be getting in more energy than you're putting out. Now, that isn't some sort of economic argument. That's just full-on feeling good about it. So if you are trying out a podcast format and you find that it is just sucking the life from you, you need to ask yourself whether or not it's worth it. Now, if you're doing it for an assignment, it doesn't, it, it shouldn't have to be that difficult either for an assignment. Okay. And if you're doing it for the, the own joy of your life, if you're not getting any joy from it, clearly something is going wrong. Maybe it's time to switch up the format. So heavy topics, right? We're dealing with heavy topics. Uh, might be settler colonialism, anti-blackness, might be like what's going on in our communities, might be personal, but mostly podcasts tend to talk about some pretty heavy things, even when they're funny or they're supposed to be just for entertainment. You can't escape heavy topics. So heavy topics don't always require that you leave feeling awful. You shouldn't have to always come out of that podcast feeling exhausted. So how do you avoid that? Well, Native people use a heavy dose of humor for everything. We can talk about some pretty awful stuff and still be laughing. And it's not that we're taking it lightly. It's just that when you have to talk about bad stuff all the time, it just gets a little ridiculous. You can support your peers, right? You talk to one another, tell each other how things are going on. You validate each other's experiences. That helps. It can be a bit cathartic when you identify and slay tropes, when you make fun of the ways in which people get you so, so wrong. And if you can find a nice balance between dealing with serious subjects, but also approaching it with the humor that sort of helps you to come out of it feeling energized, then you've hit that right mixture. Be willing to switch things up completely. Try it a couple different times. Try doing it in different ways so that at the end of it, you're like, yeah, that was awesome. That was fun. That was rewarding. That was worth doing. Because if you set yourself up with stuff that's too heavy and you have no way to debrief and unpack what you've covered, then your podcast is just not going to last. I don't really have any more awesome pieces of advice about that. Just that if it feels wrong, it's probably wrong. Be okay with changing things until it feels right. There's no specific formula that's going to work for everybody. Find the formula that works for you. Let's talk about world building. This is way more fun. This is, what are you going to do with that podcast of yours? All right, so these are some design ideas. These are some things that you could do with assignments. These are things that you could do with your own podcast. And I just wanted to discuss that a little bit. So I'm going to start with design ideas a la Métis in space. Why not start with the podcast I already do and I'm most familiar with? My own. All right, so in Métis in Space, what we do is we review a piece of media that's television show, a movie. It could be an ad, it could be a song, it could be a book, it could be literally anything, any media that's out there, okay? We look at tropes that are used to represent indigeneity and indigenous peoples. Often these tropes include very unhealthy doses of settler colonialism, 
may include some anti-blackness. There's all sorts of stuff in there. So we find out what they are. We figure out what they are. We name them. And then we rip into them. We make fun of them. We expose the ways in which they are untrue, the ways in which they feed into settler colonialism and anti-blackness, the ways that they just basically suck. So you could do that too. You could take a piece of media and just look at the tropes. And it's a really interesting exercise, i got to say, because even though I was quite aware of many of these tropes before, some of them were new to me. This whole thing where, like, indigenous peoples, uh, somehow we all have this power to, like, turn into an animal or that flutes must be engaged when an indigenous person walks on the screen, I hadn't really, like, noticed that. So there's things like that. You might find things that you're like, whoa, I... It's been there in the background, but I've never really noticed it before. So that's one design idea. Another one is uh, I love Octavia Butler, right? And Octavia Butler did really, really cool things with the future, you know, the near future and the far future, where unlike most sci-fi, there was no magical solving of settler colonialism and anti-blackness. Settler colonialism and anti-blackness are still very present in all of Octavia Butler's work. And What's really cool about that is that she envisions how these things might look in the future. New look, same oppressive taste. You could think about doing that, doing a radio show set in the future where you start to think about how these structures could look in the future. Near future, far future, super far future. If we don't solve these problems, how are they going to look in 50 years, 100 years, 200 years? How might they be expressed? How are people going to talk about them? What are the ways that they're going to be hidden, even as they continue to exist as structures? This also allows you to reference how these structures have changed over the years in the past, and you can compare them to your future imaginings. So it's a way to sort of distance yourself from the structures of today, but still talk about them in a concrete way and think about, look, if we don't solve these problems, how much worse might it get? Or are things just going to stay the same? You know, and it's an interesting thought exercise. All right, if that's a little too downer for you, we also have uh, a la Dispatches from the Future, which is something we did uh, for a while on Métis in Space, where basically this is a radio play set in the future where things have magically changed and settler colonialism and anti-blackness are no longer a problem. They have been overcome. So regular sci-fi does this all the time, mostly to the benefit of white people. There's still not a lot of representation of people of color, black people, indigenous people in science fiction, unfortunately. So forget that. Why don't we get to just gloss over how we got there, how we fixed everything, and just imagine not the path to getting there, but like the possibilities. What would a future look like with no more settler colonialism, no more anti-blackness, no more orientalism, no more of those things, those oppressive structures that we struggle with every day? What would that look like? And it can be really, really fun to think about that instead of always having to be the ones who are who have to say, this is how we get here, here step by step. No, forget that. Let's just jump to the imaginings. Let's open up our minds and envision a world where that exists and how different it might be. That is also very awesome to do. Other ideas, you can do panel discussions where, for example, your group uh, does a 10 to 15 minute recording at the beginning of a semester of a class or the beginning of a project or whatever you're doing. 
and you talk about you know what you know about the subjects uh what you don't know about the subjects you just kind of discuss it like hey these are my experiences with it and everything and then you kind of save it and at the end of your project or class you come back and you do the bulk of the recording then you listen to yourselves first you're like hey that was me at the beginning of the class how have things changed what have i learned since then have i had any experiences that have validated what i knew before or that have changed my mind you know what changed what didn't basically and it can be really interesting as a as a source of self-reflection to look back and be like whoa you know my my eyes have really been opened or yeah i already knew that stuff you know um <laughs> Maybe I need to be like doing stuff that's kind of beyond this level. Whatever, you know, it's it's a it's a good form of self-reflection. Those are just some ideas of the formats that you can use for a project, but there's it's it's really open to anything. I just wanted to give you a sense of some of the things that we've thought about at Metis in Space and, and things that I've seen other people do. All right. So getting down to audience, we're talking about building an audience. And probably if you're doing this for a project, for a class, building an audience isn't really on your radar. But if it's something that you're doing for yourself, how do you promote yourself? How do you, how do you reach your intended audience? How do you talk to the people you want to be talking to? Well, uh, there's lots of different ways. Social media is really fantastic for that. So with Métis in Space, you know, we, we set up a Gmail account. We set up a Tumblr, which we have never used. Uh, we use Twitter fairly well. Facebook, not so much. But, um, you know, we started out with the social media and, and, and we put episodes out there. And then really what happens is it's word of mouth. People recommend podcasts to one another. So if you manage to reach a few people who, in our case, weirdly enough, tends to be an audience of a lot of anthropologists. Yeah, it's It's weird. So here we are telling anthropologists to stop studying us. And they're some of our biggest fans. Hmm. But on top of that, we also have a lot of Indigenous people listening to us. So that's cool, because those are the people that we're really trying to reach, that we're talking to. It's really a show that is by Indigenous people, for Indigenous people. And other people can listen and glean some information, but it's not really for them. So... Think about that. Who is your audience, right? And who might your audience be and who do you not want your audience to be? So you might end up with people who are listening to you for all of the wrong reasons. So you got to be really clear about what your work should be used for. You know, don't, don't use our work without permission. Contact us if you want to study us, if you want to use our stuff or something. You know, if you're going to write about us, do us the, the decency of, of contacting us first. Those sorts of things. Think, think about that. Don't let your labor be used by other people to prop up either their, their really like anti-you uh, agendas uh, or, or to like advance their own careers. Okay, that's, that's not cool. Um, so your audience is probably going to be your own community, right? So think about ways that you access your own community. Uh, for us, we access it through social media, through word of mouth. And, and that's, that's pretty much, you know, it's the Moxon Telegraph. That's what we do. So your community might be different. Maybe you guys have listservs. I don't know. Do people still have listservs? Maybe at community events, you know, put up posters, stickers, whatever. Get people listening, get people talking. And another thing that works really well, I found, is, you know, if, if, you, if you know somebody cool is in town that is from your community or somebody you want to talk to, invite them on the show. Invite them on the show and talk to them. Uh, in Space doesn't make any money. We don't make money off of this, so we're not paying people. Uh, but these people are also like our buds. We hang out online and stuff. They come, they talk, they do their thing with us. It's, it's a collaborative process. So think about that. Think about who you might want to collaborate with. 
And, you know, once you start looking at who's listening to you and you can find all sorts of weird things. Like we have a, we have a whole bunch of listeners in the, in the Netherlands and a couple in Japan, like who's listening to us over there. I don't know. And you know, you can even talk to your listeners and be like, Hey guys, uh, we're doing a contest, you know, and, and, and do some sort of contest where they, they have to jump through some hoops and maybe win some crappy prizes. Uh, you know, we gave out tinfoil, but it was, it was still cool. We got a lot of uh, feedback from our listeners. And if, if you want that, if you want that feedback, you know, they can comment on SoundCloud, they can comment on iTunes, ask your subscribers to, you know, rate and review, uh, and, and tell other people about you, you know, you gotta, you gotta hype yourself up a little bit. And if you just don't care about any of that stuff, you might end up getting a lot of listeners anyway. You know, how much of your effort actually is going to build up that, that, uh, listener base. I don't know. For us, it really wasn't expected. We just thought our moms were going to listen. Then our moms didn't even bother listening. And we got a whole bunch of people. You know, every every one of our shows gets, a, you know, a thousand or so listens. Big deal. Big whoop in the, in, the, in the whole world of podcasting. It's not a big deal. But anyway, so, you know, if you're doing this for an audience, if, try all sorts of things. Use, use all the forms open to you. And if you don't care, you might end up with an audience anyway. And it could be interesting for you. It could be a little disconcerting. But you're gonna you're gonna deal with that as it comes. All right, that is really short, but I uh, just wanted to give you some ideas of how you could world build, how you could create your podcast, different ways that you can envision the future, the past, the present, and most of all, how you can make sure that whatever format you choose works for you, gives you energy, doesn't suck you dry, and leave you like a broken husk on the floor. Don't let that happen. Don't be that podcaster. All right, make it fun. Keep it fun. Keep it rewarding. Do it because it gives you life. Do it because it gives you energy. Do it because it helps your community and it helps you help that community. Mr. Hay for listening to Commence Podcast Invasion. This was Chelsea Val. I'm sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. This at this time. This at this time. Sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Time, time, time.